I'm that bitch. Been that bitch, still that bitch. Will forever be that bitch. Forever be that bitch. Yeah. Hello, 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 and welcome back, you guys, to the real bitch of Bravo with yours truly, G. Hey, Wiley, the real bitch of Bravo, the OG. That's right, guys. I'm here. Paul David is not right now. Um, really bummed about this, like two weeks in a row of not having Paul. But you guys have me. I don't know if that's all you need. Um, everybody's been listening, so thank you so much, everybody, for listening, sharing all that good stuff. I really appreciate it, especially since Bravo has just been giving and giving as of late. It's been amazing, even with no Vanderpump Rules drama. Real Housewives of Orange County is bringing it. Even Vanderpump is bringing it. It's been insane. It's been so good. It's been giving all of the love for Bravo fans, in my personal opinion. They're constantly giving. They're always going to be giving. Anyways, so excited um, to get to the headlines. Um, but before I do that, I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm kind of ballooning up and I like feel like I need to like get on a diet really, really soon or something like that. Um, and yeah, that's it. Uh, just wanted to share that. I don't know why, but just wanted to share that. Especially since in this week's headlines, we are going to highlight this Ozempic train I guess everybody and every celebrity is getting on specifically Emily from Real Housewives of Orange County and you know what good for that bitch because she's pre-diabetic which a lot of people are majority of us if we actually took tests and could afford health care <laughs> I'm not gonna lie not everybody can afford health care I know there's there are poor people out there guys just FYI um that can't afford health care and so but there's so many of us that are pre-diabetic out there and so you know, this definitely helps her out, you know, health-wise and all that stuff. And I believe that she told Page Six, or sorry, no, it was, um, and also, sorry if you hear anything, my neighbors are really, really loud, and I'm doing this in my room right now, and they're insanely loud, so um, apologize ahead of time for that noise if you guys hear it. Um, that being said, uh, Jeff Lewis, she was on Jeff Lewis, and she basically said, you know, my health is deteriorating, I have like a lot of ailments so she went to her doctor found out that she was pre-diabetic and basically got on ozempic for a month and yes by the way you can lose that much weight in that amount of time could she have lost more absolutely but you know what it's different for everybody too by the way everybody's body's different i don't know if everybody knows this but everybody's body is different it reacts to chemicals and certain things quicker or slower depending i guess on your age and everything so again good for her Emily, if you're out here hearing this, maybe I'll highlight this. Good for you, honey. Get get your shit at like get it naturally, get it not naturally. Whatever is good for you, it is your body. Um, you're not breastfeeding anymore. You you know you need to be there for your children, and this is these are the steps you need to take in order to be there for your kids. If the, if that's you know the route that you want to take, I don't know why everybody is getting on this train. And my boyfriend brought up a really good point. Or, or theory, I guess I should say. It should basically be what I said before, that there are poor people out there that can't afford Ozempic. Now, the only thing that I'm against in Ozempic and people taking Ozempic is if you are not pre-diabetic, if, if you don't have any of the ailments, get the fuck off it and lose weight naturally because you can. Now, if you're like Emily and majority of America because our I don't want to get all into our country that's trying to poison us, but there are a lot of things that are illegal in every other country that we put in our in our food, guys. Just look it on up. I'm not going to get into this like this diatribe of 
hey, our government's trying to poison us or anything like that. I'm not going to get into that, but you know, you heard it here first. Anyways, moving on to that, um, moving on from that. Yeah, there are a lot of things that, you know, are just not good for us. And that's what, you know, there certain people can, can afford to take the steps to get healthy. And some people just can't. And unfortunately, and I guess fortunately for Emily, she can afford it. Don't hate on her for being able to afford Ozempic, being able to afford, you know, keeping her health under wraps and being there for her kids. Stop with the hate people. Let it go. Let it fucking go. Speaking of letting it go, um, Jax Taylor is not letting it go um, with Randall Emmett. Um, he is still his troll of the week. Randall, just pay the fucking 75K, man. I know that you have it. Like, I mean, Lala's even giving you money or uh, finally stopped to give, paying you to be on the po- um because your name is on your once conjoined podcast with each other and now it's just give them Lala with no Randall Emmett on there and you were forcing her to pay and she paid you. So maybe take that money and give it to Jax. Just saying like 75K, man, like in the grand scheme of things, it's not a lot. Like stop, like it's so not a lot of money. And if it's the principle of the matter, you're in the wrong. You owe him that money. It wasn't an investment. Just give him the damn money. Uh, like, I just, I don't understand the pettiness. I don't get why you're, like, unless you really are truly that broke, which obviously via your social media and the way that you're presenting yourself, you don't look broke, sweetheart. So maybe it's time to reel it in. Um, BTW, guys, we will be um, covering not only Orange County, but New York. I will be giving um, Crappy Lake a chance. Like I said, I would give it a chance. I think I'm on this train with Paul of maybe I just need to give him one episode. I mean, I do love Sonia Morgan, so maybe I'll give it three. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll have to see, but we will be covering it. And hopefully I'll be getting some repeat um, offenders on the real bitch of Bravo to bitch about these shows, specifically real housewives of New York's new cast with um, East coast Bravo, babe, uh, Kim Hesera. So love her hoping that she can come on the show and uh, come on the podcast and dish with me about Roni and what she thinks because she is a diehard um, since day one kind of a gal for Roni. So she bleeds for that franchise, man. I just, I, I, God bless her for that. She, it's kind of like how I am with Vanderpump and how I am with uh, Orange County. Like I ride for those two franchises and Beverly Hills. I will ride for those three franchises. Um, I will never not watch you guys. So keep the entertainment coming. I love it. Um, Orange County, you are doing extremely well. Um, so's Vanderpump, man. Vanderpump just keeps getting hitters, man. And hopefully this comes to fruition. I don't know if it will because there are some things out there in the Bravo verse, you know, um, rumor mill saying that it possibly hasn't gotten greenlit because nobody's signed on the dotted line yet, but Jax, Brittany, and Kristen Doty, I'm sure everybody already knows this. I'm just going to give my two cents on this headline, but they are going to have their own spinoff, um, which was supposed to happen probably pre-COVID, <laughs> but firings happened and you guys didn't get your spinoff. So I, I am, I was watching Watch What Happens Live with SE Cup and with Taylor Armstrong and SE Cup brought up that she wants Saucy back. Now, this might be my unpopular opinion, SC Cup. I don't want Saucy back. I don't need Saucy back. We're good. We can see you on social media. That's a distance enough that I need. 
Um, I know this is, again, it's an unpopular opinion because, and she's also a totally different person, right? We've, we've seen some of these and most of these people, with the exception of Sandoval, grow, right? Like they've actually, they're no longer kids anymore. They're not sitting there being like, hey, let's just get drunk every weekend. It's, hey, we have bills to pay. We have kids now. We have, and I'm sure that a lot of America wants to see that life, right? We want to see Kristen get married eventually, maybe if she, if she can, and if she wants to have kids as well. I'd love to see that for sure. I'd love to see Jax and Brittany have a spinoff. I think they definitely deserve it. Um, I mean, Jax, I think regardless is going to be pure entertainment, regardless of whether, you know, there's drama in his life. It might be a little on the boring side, to be honest with you. It might have to be like a one season thing. It did get approved for eight episodes. So we'll see if they actually, you know, get greenlit and move on with uh, filming and all that good stuff. But if it happens, I'm I'm here for it. I will always, again, I'll always watch at least one to three episodes. That's what I'm going to give you guys. My, that's my timeline. One to three. If you hit the three or more mark, you you got me. But if you hit like the one mark, we might have to cut you off. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if it's too late for this or if it's about damn time because we don't really see a lot of their personal life, specifically Jax, Brittany, and Kristen. Right. Um, I think we obviously we see it more now for some of you that never followed them um, until Scandaval. Um, but I see them all the time because I've followed them since before Scandaval, before any of this. You know, um, I, I don't know. I'm just I'm a huge fan. And Jax, if you are listening, um, I do want to know who you would d- go to dinner with hockey or not. I would love to hear you. I think I said this last week, but I'm saying it again. Jax, I would love to hear what hockey players you would like to go and have dinner with and maybe you, me, and those hockey players can actually get together because I know a crap ton of Kings players and I'm sure you do as well that would probably want to go out, get smashed and have some dinner um, and they're awesome guys as well. Anyways, moving on guys. I'm not even going to go into the New Jersey of it all right now because it's just way too complicated. I will just say this, Louis ain't doing you any favors, Teresa, and I think the whole entire world knows it and I don't think... As much as I want to say that she is a smart person, she is. She's not stupid in its entirety. I'm talking about Teresa. But man, when you talk about love is blind, like love is really blind for this girl because she is standing up for him like gangbusters and it is not boding over well. This is the time where you have to like bow out and be like, you know what, maybe we need to work on ourselves and fig- and like look inwardly because all of this points to you not being looking very well and looking very good and bethany this is the one time i'm gonna disagree with you she she basically said like i forget what um what article it was in or what maybe it was on social media that she said this like an ig live or something like that she put her two cents in but she basically stands up for louis and says yeah like i get why he would here's the thing i get why he would investigate because i do but i don't like, I, I think this is something where, like, man, you got to keep that shit on the low, honey. <laughs> like, keep it on the low. Um, I don't think it was entirely, ne- I don't think it was entirely necessary. Like, maybe buddy up with Margaret and production, and then you can, you too can have an arsenal. Because apparently that's what she is being, um, the, what Margaret is known for, right? So, uh, this whole thing is just a mess. It's just, it's, I mean, you think that Teresa and Melissa are going to come out of it now, you are sadly mistaken. I mean, this is going to be worse than the Hilton sisters, you know, like, or the Kyle Richards and 
the, the Richard sisters, you know, trying to get back together, which they finally have, like, there's finally a truce with that, which is great. And I'm super excited for them, happy for them. Um, I wonder what this means for the show, though, because is she still friends with these women? Because it doesn't seem like on her social media that Kyle is even really, like, now these people are co-workers as opposed to actual friends that are in their lives, in her lives all the time. At least that's what she's portraying, at least. Um, that being said, guys, we're going to take a really, really, really quick break. Well, I'm going to take a, a break. Your break will be extremely quick because it'll literally, I'll be back in like a second. But we're going to take a really quick break. Brought to you by Sandbar 66. I bet you guys thought that I didn't still have that sponsor, but I still do. Thank you so much, Diamond Dave. Fourth of July is coming up, you guys. By the time you hear this, it'll probably be Fourth of July weekend. And if you don't have any plans, come on down to Manhattan Beach, beautiful Manhattan Beach, California, um, and hang out with us, dude. Sandbar 66 is banging. Uh, if you want a free cocktail, I will be there on Saturday till 4, I think, 4 o'clock, 4 or 5 o'clock. And if you want to have a nice um, cocktail on me, just come up to specifically myself, G. Hey Wiley, and say, what up, bitches? Um, and I'll just hook you up with a drink. So come on down to Sandbar 66, guys. It's on 9th and Manhattan Avenue in Manhattan Beach, California. If you are out and about for the 4th of July weekend this Saturday, um, I will buy you your first cocktail. Um, that being said, I'm going to break. And when we come back, guys, I'll be back with Real Housewives of Orange County to do my recap and bitch about Housewives of Orange County. And we're back, you guys, with the real bitch of Bravo. Here to recap the Real Housewives of Orange County after that break. Represented, presented by, I can't talk today, presented by Sandbar 66, guys. Um, Sandbar 66, if you are out there for the 4th of July weekend, please hit me up, you guys. Hit me up on our DMs also. Um, beginning DMs about, like, you know, things that I don't really care about, like, no offense to your product line or anything like that. Like once I have a major following so I can recommend something I truly believe in, I will gladly do that. But um, at the current moment in time, you know, guys, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff, wherever you get your podcasts here, specifically um, on Apple, on Google, on Spotify, on Anchor. Um, hit up the pod, guys. Hit up the DMs. Um, on Instagram at the underscore real underscore bitch underscore of underscore bravo, um, all lowercase guys. Um, yeah, that's it. That's my that's my plug because I got to get it in before, um, before, during, and after. I guess so. You guys can follow and subscribe and all the good stuff. And let me know what you guys want to listen to or what you guys want me to cover. I haven't gotten any DMs on that, so I would gladly love the dms i will i will gladly give any franchise a chance again guys um i know i should be watching atlanta it is just not interesting to me i just uh, I, I don't want to sound unprogressive for black women or anything like that but just the black female behavior is just something that i just don't vibe with and it's just not my jam so that's why i can't really get into potomac and that's why i also cannot get into atlanta and that's why i didn't start getting into Jersey because I'm not the hugest fan of that kind of table flipping kind of behavior. Right. And also what's up with you people going against your families? You know, like at the end of the day, they're still your family, you know, I mean, and you only have one family. Um, 
and I and I get it. There are some that are like, you know what, my family abandoned me, blah blah blah. I, and to to that, I say yes. There are two families: one that you create yourself, and one that you know was given to you. But the ones that are given to you, sometimes guys are loyal as shit. Um, I know that's my family for sure. Like even if we don't talk for you know months at a time and some years at a time, because I have tons of family all over the world. By the way, like I'm half Korean. Obviously, there's a crap ton of my family in Korea, in Seoul. The good part, guys, not the bad part. Um, and then I also have family in Canada. I have family in Jersey, of all places, in Boston. I have family, you know, just all over. So, um, And in Southern California as well. So here's the thing. I get it. I get that, you know, I, I get that some people are not really close with their families. But in this case, Italians are very close with their families. And I just personally think that this is a time i don't know the feuding just needs to stop it needs to end i just i wish it would i mean dude if kyle can come to grips with her family and they can all get together there's hope for some of y'all out there that's all i'm saying because those people have a boat ton of money and i'm sure that that's what they're mainly fighting over is the money um situation um at least for a lot of people a lot of arguments are because of money. Sorry for that tirade. Sorry for that rant. Let's get to Orange County, guys, because that's why we're here. We're here to bitch about fucking housewives. I need to bitch about housewives. You guys are my outlet to bitch about the housewives. Um, we start Orange County with Emily and her daughter, Annabelle, who, by the way, is drop-dead gorgeous. I know that not everybody believes in guns, but, you know, as my dad used to say, I need to buy a shotgun for every single man out there to protect my... my uh, my girls. So um, Emily and her daughter go, um, Annabelle, go to LA Model Management. Um, kind of a nothing burger for me, to be honest with you. It's really sweet. It's really cute um, that she goes and takes her out there. And I wish that, you know, parents were very, I specifically mine, because, you know, I wanted to model when I was a kid. And my mom was like, I'll take you, but this isn't really what I want you to do. And I feel like if I had a little bit of her support, I would have gone a little further in that profession, which I guess kind of is actually a good thing because I got involved in sports and I love them. So, and that is my eventual, hopeful, knock on wood, um, my eventual career path. So thank you, mom, at least for semi getting me into sports. It's another story for another day. Um, then we get to Tamara and Jen going shopping for Montana. And then in a separate scene, Gina and Shannon and Emily go shopping elsewhere in Orange County for Montana. Um, I love how Tamara basically says in this, like, yeah, I'm really a country gal. Like, I like to go camping. And, like, in comparison to all the rest of these women, absolutely. Like, she is an outdoorsy kind of gal but with a Chanel twist because there's a Chanel label on top of her Harley. It's hilarious. I think it's so adorable. It's so cute, but I dude, I'm here for it, Tamara. I think it's great. Be girly, but at the same time, be that rough bitch that I know that you are. Um, cause growing up in the 909 is not easy. That is for damn sure. Um, for all of those that watched, um, what, what, what was that show called? I forget. Um, but it was, it was basically based on the 909 and like, biker gangs and stuff like that but anyways it'll come to me i'll google it um anyways we get to heather um entering the chat she comes in obviously with a bottle of champs um this is gonna sound so bougie and so mean but i am in the bar industry these pitches need to up their freaking champagne game like vove is like literally the water of france like you need to get some real stuff like get some really good like 
champs, like get some LPJ or something. Um, Louis Jadot, like, I don't know, like there's other brands out there that are so much better. And there's also brands that are cheaper, that are nicer and that are better. Um, and there's still champagne. It's still from the region of Champagne, which is the, it's like tequila. Like you can only get it from, I guess, the, the region of tequila, 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 tequila. I can't talk. I seriously, that's freaking crazy. Anyways. Um, but there are other brands that you can get from France that are so much nicer. Um, Vauve again is like piss water from in France. It's like everywhere. It's like, it's very generic. Um, not to like knock, knock it. It's still, a, you know, it's still decent. It's still a good go-to. Um, but I don't know. I just feel like these girls need to up their, their game, just like they kind of need to up their game when it comes to, um, taking a plane, like Montana from LA is not far. It's like going to Vegas. So, I mean, it might be a little longer, but like for the most part, it's like going to Vegas. I would think that you could charter a jet for you guys all to go, especially since Emily didn't go on this trip, but, um, I digress. We'll, we'll keep, we'll keep going over this. We'll get to that. Um, anyways, they bring up, Heather enters the chat with a bottle of Vove in hand, and then they bring up Jen's affair, which also gets brought up at Gina and Shannon and Emily's, uh, shopping session as well. Um, and if you guys hear anything down below, my boyfriend is watching Yellowstone, I think. Um, so, and I haven't even watched that shit, which speaking of Montana, Yellowstone, um, which I think actually took place in, in Montana. I want to say Montana, Iowa, or... Wyoming. I think those are the main three. Um, anyways, uh, Jen's affair gets brought up with Ryan. Um, this physical affair absolutely happened. There's no way that you had this major connection and you're together having an affair for months and nothing physical doesn't happen. There's no fucking way, whether it's you made out or whether it's you fucked. It, it's something in between happens, sweetheart. Like, there's no, like, no, we didn't even hold hands. Like, stop with your bullshit. Like, you, you there's no, like, there's no way. Um, an open relationship gets brought up, by the way, for those that didn't watch the extended version. Sorry to ruin it for you. Um, but the never before scenes, an open relationship does get brought up along with sending of dick pics. Now, I love that. Like, this can't be real, right? Heather being like, hey, wait, he still sends dick pics? Which, if you're married, I get it. You wouldn't send a dick pic, which Tamara avidly points out. Like, if I wanted to see Eddie's dick, I'd just turn over and I would just look at it. Um, So that totally makes sense. But if you're in a relationship, you know, I mean, this is also a totally different generation, right? Like, I mean, for some weird, odd reason, you Xennials, like, you send that shit, even though you think it's like, you delete it and it's gone. No, it's permanently there in the universe, sweetheart. Um, I just, I don't get sending the dick pics. I don't get TikTok. I don't get like, the internet is permanent. Everybody just remember that for all of you that are like 17 listening to this for some weird reason. Um, you know, th thank you again for listening, but the internet is permanent, permanent. Um, then we also get into, um, obviously I, I already said that Jen's affair gets brought up in both scenes so they bring up that bring up the affair and that it basically triggers gina and it triggers shannon but it's definitely more raw in gina than it is in shannon because shannon's pretty much done she's settled she's gotten her 32k a month which in hindsight this sounds so bad but if for those that aren't in california um th that's not a lot um 
I didn't include this in the breakdown. Um, shit, hold on. I'm scrolling on my notes right now. I didn't include this in the breakdown, but maybe it's in here. I think I put it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on her name right now? Um, she just went through basically gouging. Oh, the Hawk signs, Lisa and Lenny. So Lisa and Lenny just settled or are trying to settle. And in her prenup, like they finally, page six did a breakdown of the money that is owed to her um, via the prenup. Because this bitch, she deserves to go after everything. She's not the one that cheated. So, you know, this is all on you, Lenny. I hope I hope that pussy was worth it. Um, so, originally, she is owed in the prenup $1.5 million. She only had $300,000, guys, in assets, just to let you know. And that's including her ring that Lenny gave her, which is a gift. Um, so, that that is hers. So, she only had $300,000 to her name um, that she was worth, technically, when they before they got married. And I think he was worth like 16 million or something like that. So 1.5 million was what she was worth um, in the prenup after a certain amount of time, right? And then she was supposed to make 200,000 after 10 years. Um, um, after t- after 10, 10 years. So then you... Um, so technically that's a million dollars. You multiply that by 10 by 10. Um 120k a year for 5 years for something else that's in the, that's in there as well and then $2000 for the next 5 years after like or however long she was married to him or whatever the extra years after the 10 years and then $1000 a week and you multiply that by 20, 260 because that's how many weeks are in a year and you do that's $260,000 and then, then the judge awarded her an additional $8,000 a month. So that's $480,000. Her total settlement so far over five years is $3.85. So in total, she has owed $3.85 million in, in a span of five years, for the next five years. She, um, she's going after more, which I totally understand, because he's probably worth more than $16 million right now. They just, that that home, that mansion that he has is an asset, and that's definitely worth over 16 mil. He's definitely made, in the 12 years that they were married, he made more than that while they were married, so his value just appreciated, and she helped him with that value because, you know, she she did her end of the bargain. She gave him children, which is what he wanted, allegedly. She gave him a home and made it a home. She gave him all these things that he said that he wanted, so she fulfilled her end of the bargain, so... She needs to be compensated for that, but the bitch is going after more, which good for her. And I say bitch in a like a Yas Queen kind of way, guys, because 16 mil when you first met him, and now he's probably worth at least triple that. And now he's gonna go after a young pussy. Like, stop, dude. Stop. You could have when you had that emotional affair, and I'm using quotation marks, when you had that emotional affair, you could have left. You could have been like, you know what? This isn't worth it. I'm I want out. And I think that's before they had children. Or they only had one. So you could have gotten out a lot cleaner and quicker. And this was the same girl that you were having the emotional affair with um, under the assumption. So you could have gotten out a lot quicker and a lot sooner. But you didn't. And now this is where we're at. Um, I don't know why I went on that rant. Oh, yeah. The um, the trigger for Gina. Um, yeah. I mean, it definitely. I mean, I can see both sides, right? I can see Shannon and Gina being like, oh, my gosh. Like this is a huge trigger, like, you know, 
I was on the other end of the affair, you know, and it completely killed my whole entire family, right? Like, and it affected my kids specifically. When you have all those damn kids, she has a lot of motherfucking kids, guys, Jen. She has so many children. It's like crazy. Um, you know, you're going to affect, you know what? I'm sure that you, you know, kids are resilient. I'll give them that. So she probably, you know, in the beginning, they probably hated her or hated this whole entire arrangement. But um, it looks like they, they did a pretty decent job. And also, I bet you, like, they're not young. Like, I think a majority of these kids are, like, relatively older. And it's only been two years, right? And he's been in their life for two years. So, like, it's a different situation for sure. But at the same time, it's like, damn, like, that's got to really suck the process of it all, right? Like, I know when my parents split, I was, like, grateful because they were just in a toxic freaking relationship. Like, God bless my father. I love him, RIP. But, like, he was not good to my mother. Um, cheated on her all the time. Like, there, it's just, there's so many things that he did that I just, you know, she kept from us to protect us and to make it so that, you know, both came on out on the, I don't know. She, she, my mom is a saint. I will say that. She made, in hindsight, she tried to make him look great, um, that he, like, shit roses. And I believed her you know, the perception that she gave. So, I mean, I think Gina is trying to do the same things just in reverse <laughs> um, because she was hurt and I get that. And so this is going to be a very sensitive subject, I think, throughout the whole entire season. And I don't blame Gina for not wanting to get to know Jen off the bat because of this, um, because it is such a trigger for her. So I get that and it's going to be hard. Um, glad that the felony charges on Matt are dropped of her choosing. Now, if they weren't of her choosing, then I'd say, fuck them, whatever. But, you know, this is, I guess this is what it takes for them to become a blended family and to kind of increase the peace. And she, that's what she's doing right now. Moving on, we have Ryan and Jen talking about Montana while he massages, massages her with a Theragun and they talk about his infidelity. Um, this is, a, again, this is another whatever. I don't really give a shit. Um, other than the Theragun, those things are awesome. I love them. I'm missing my charger for it actually. And I'm really bummed about it. So if anybody has a spare charger or knows of a place I can get a charger for it, um, I guess I'll just go on Amazon. I'm just being really, really lazy about it. Um, I also, the, the only thing that I had to add on this scene was that I feel like they're overcompensating for the cameras. I hope they're not. I hope this is genuinely how they feel with one another because she kind of feels, Jen specifically, it feels like she's pulling away and he's like, fuck the cameras. I don't care. This is how I feel about you. So it doesn't feel like they're on the same page. Um, and yet she's in her confessional saying like, oh my God, the sex is so great. Oh my God, like he's the love of my life. Oh my gosh, I like, you know, I can see a future with him like kind of thing. And it's like, but you don't act that way in front of the camera. So it's kind of weird. It's just odd to me. It was just very odd and seemed like, one person is overcompensating. Um, I mean, maybe he's cheated on her before and, you know, they they won't tell us. So, which, this is some bullshit. It's like, then don't be a main on a reality show. Like, I love what Jack says all the time. Like, we are here to show you our life. That is what we signed up for. That is what I signed up for. And I showed you the good, the bad, the shitty. And I, Jax, I appreciate you for it. Thank you so much for showing us all of the good, the bad, and the shitty. Um, that being said, speaking of not shitty, Heather's closet, man. Now this, this is why Heather is on the show. 
Heather, you're on the show to show the glam. You're on the show to show me that closet. It is gorgeous. Show me that house that you have. Show me your wardrobe. Are we going like boho, cowboy chic? Love it. Love all that stuff, the fashion, all that good stuff. The thing that I'm very much over, and I think the rest of the audience is over, is the kids' narrative. Yes, it sucks. I'm sorry that your kids are in college and they're, you know, you have that emptiness, halfway emptiness syndrome, but stop with this narrative. It just, it's getting really old. I need something else for your storyline to like move or something. Um, this Taylor thing is not horrible, which we will get to in two seconds as Tamara meets up with Taylor for dinner. Um, I love that Tamara ordered a bottle of My Opinion, and I can't believe they even have a wine called My Opinion. If they have it in reds, I'm definitely ordering it because that sounds awesome. Um, by the way, speaking of drinking, which I loved that Taylor was like, we're not drinking. Um, I'm still not drinking. So that bottle of My Opinion is going to have to wait for a hot minute um, for me because I'm trying not to drink as much um, or at all anymore until, um, you know, maybe we get pregnant and stuff. Again, guys, I'm still trying to get pregnant. So that's another reason why I'm not drinking. But at the same time, if, you know, I don't get pregnant, if I'm drunk on the 4th of July, you guys will all know that it's because I do not have a baby in me. Um, so you can blame my boyfriend, Clark. Anyways, moving on. Um, they have, they, they order their food and they don't bring up anything really except for how hot Tamara looks. Um, for a little while, um, anything that really moves the needle or threads the needle or whatever. The one thing that really did bother me, though, before we get to Taylor bringing up Heather and her reading for the her reading with her or whatever, is it's steak frites. I swear to you, it's steak frites. It's not steak frites or whatever she said, the server said. It's steak frites. So please just say it right. It is steak frites. Um, technically, steak pom frites. But I'm not going to be a stickler on this. Just steak freaks. It's, that's what it is. Um, okay, next we get to Taylor bringing up Heather's reading the role that an actress dropped out of the movie and Heather belittling, not my words, Heather belittling her as she offend, um, she's offered her, as she was offered the role by Taylor, which I'm going to get into it in a second, but I'm not going to front. Heather is not in the wrong. Um, Maybe her approach was bad, I think, like um, Shannon said, but she's not in the wrong on this. Um, yeah, hell is frozen over. I still can't believe I agree with Heather on this, but she's right. She's absolutely right. It's not her role to offer, Heather. And on top of it, she didn't even want the offer. She can easily, dude, she's already in the industry. She could easily go and audition and get a role somewhere on a sitcom on a movie on a part somewhere she's been offered roles probably multiple times and she said you know what i'm just i'm a mom that's what i want to be right now and you know th thank you for the offer and she moves on and she says it politely too by the way she was giving you a bone bro she was giving you a bone taylor by being polite and saying like well maybe for somebody who wants to read with you that is her polite way of saying i don't want the offer i don't like and i don't know how many times she can say it in her polite east coast kind of way um that is definitely what she was doing for sure and i don't know i would have just taken the damn hint and moved on this topic does get brought up later and which we will get to later but shannon um next scene pops up and shannon packs for montana with her girls basically saying don't know funny stuff um 
Gina also starts packing for Montana and eats shit, which I thought was, if the shoe were on the other foot, Gina, you'd be laughing at me too doing it, which you totally should. I thought it was funny. Um, then Tamara starts packing. They go into this montage of like all these women packing for Montana, right? So Tamara starts packing for Montana and Eddie brings her her birthday gift. I feel like this is what he does every single year. He just goes to the Louis store and says like, I need to buy something for my wife. Guys, help me. And then they like bring out like a few things and they're like, okay, great. Um, good. Here's the card. Bye. Like, or I would think, no, no, this, that, I think that's exactly what happens. Cause Eddie doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would have an assistant. And also Tamara, I don't think would have an assistant either. It seems like they live a very simple like life. I don't think that she has an assistant. I don't think she, she probably wants one, but I don't think she has one. That's actually a really good question to ask her. Do you have an assistant? Um, Next, the girls meet up. By the way, those boots were really cute too. Um, they're not my jam, but they're really, really cute. Um, next, the girls meet up to leave for Montana, and the group finds out that Emily will not be going to Montana because she got COVID and can't go. And again, I'm just going to bring this up. No shade, Heather, but it is her birthday, and you guys are all trying to be friends or whatever. Maybe you're not that close of friends, but why didn't Heather spring for a PJ for Tamara's birthday? Like, I, I just, or maybe all of you just pitch in in order to like get the PJ because it would have taken you two seconds to get to Montana as opposed to wait in line, go through, you know, kind of hoofing it and all that stuff. I thought like we were kind of past this stage of you guys going into normal airports and LAX and just going to Montana that way. But I guess I'm wrong, whatever. Maybe y'all ain't that close of friends back then. Anyways. We move on to the girls arriving at the Dude Ranch and getting their room assignments um, at the bunkhouse and at the villa. Gina decides to stay in the bunkhouse with Jen uh, because, as Gina says, if she spends more time with her, maybe the resentment will lessen. I mean, only time is going to tell on that one, honey, so we'll see. I mean, they they do kind of, she does have a come-to-Jesus moment when she actually talks about her life, which we'll get to in a second. Um, Jen, that is when she talk when Jen talks about her life, um, which gets juicy too because um, not only does Jen talk about her life and what they don't know about her, but Taylor does as well. And I did not know about this, but I could so see it with her. Um, it's a little teaser. Then we get to the rest of the girls' trip. Um, they the rest of the girls go to the villa and choose their rooms. And due to hormone issues, Taylor decides to bunk in the bunkhouse. No pun intended with that. Um, with the other girls. So she goes back to the bunkhouse and um, bunks up with Gina and Jen. And it seems like Heather and Tamara are trying to make Shannon happy by letting her choose her room first outside of Tamara, obviously, because she's it's her trip and it's her birthday. She should get the main room um, since she is hosting and whatever. But it seems like they're trying really hard to like make this about Shannon and be like, hey, like let's get... Like, what room do you want, Shannon? Do you want this one? Do you want that one? Like, here you go. Like, why? It just doesn't make sense to me that why. Like, it's your trip. Like, if she doesn't want that room, she doesn't want that room. Like, freaking let her, let her figure it out. You guys are adults. Um, They get ready. Um, They all get ready on time except for Shannon. That doesn't entirely shock me. Um, Who apparently needs to touch up her makeup. Um, So she arrives um to the bull rides late. Um, Tamara then drives everyone and get everyone to dinner and gets shit from, uh, 
get shit from Heather, which to be honest with you, Tamara said it best. She's like, dude, she's not on it. She's not on sand hills. Like, cut her some slack, dude. Like, she's not on a sand hill. She's on flat ground. You guys will be fine. It's not that deep. Um, and it also it only happened once. It's not like she like got got up and then like drove off again and did it again. Granted, I don't think you could. Um, because the car was damaged, but still, it's not like she drove and off again and like drove you off onto the onto your side again. The girls get to know each other at the dinner, specifically the new girls, Taylor and Jen. Then we get to the this is when we kind of get to the juicy part in this scene, and we find out Taylor is bisexual and has a full blown relationship with a woman for five years before she met her first husband, Russell in whom she had that ridiculous toxic relationship with when she was on the Beverly Hills, um, on the Beverly Hills cast. Um, we find out that Taylor basically is like, love is love. You know, I fall in love with the person, not really the, um, the, the gender, um, which technically I guess wouldn't you be pansexual if that were the case? I know it's like a technicality, but just curious. Anyways, move on. And Jen, we find out that Jen was a flight attendant um, when she met her now ex-husband who was in law school and in flying in coach. And I love that this is when, in her confessional at least, Gina brings up, if this is the Jen that I found out and found out about before all this other stuff, this is the kind of Jen that I would like. Uh, kind of sad. I wish that she can kind of move forward past this since her family obviously has. I mean, again, it's been two years. Like, they've moved on. Maybe you can move on to somebody who you don't even know. Um, but then again, different strokes, different folks, man. I can I can get why, like, I personally don't like one in particular person, but it's also because this particular person's a royal-ass bitch. So I just, I will never like this person. So maybe... Um, and it's not just because she is a lying, cheating individual. It's also because of other things that this woman has done, but I'm not going to blow up her spot. She's not somebody that's in the media eye or public eye, so it's not fair fair to her at least because I am a civilized human being unlike this person. Anyways, not bitter whatsoever, guys, about this person. <laughs> Moving on, um, we find out, which by the way, Tamara mentions this on her podcast, that this is how she found out that she was pregnant, that she was 17 playing with the Ouija board with her mother and her then boyfriend um, when she was 17, that she was pregnant on the Ouija board with Ryan. Um, this was in one of the, if, again, if you didn't watch the extra um, un, unseen footage or whatever episodes, you got to watch them. They're really, really cute. They just give you like small little insides to their lives and stuff. It's not like major huge revelations or anything like that, but it's like cute little side things that Bravo will try to give you. I thought this was really cute. But again, if you listen to two T's in a pod, she already says this. So kind of already knew this information, but glad that she's bringing it up for literally everybody to listen to and hear and, and finally know. Um, then we get to Shannon, who makes up an excuse to leave the table and set up at the saloon. Um, I thought this was really sweet. This is the Shannon that we, you know, that I love. This is the Shannon that I met, actually. This, you know, the whoop it up, party girl that like loves to enjoy herself and have a good time and is extremely social ripping shots with everybody just getting to know other people and having fun this is the shannon i think that everybody loves um i think making up the excuse to get up and leave brought some question marks 
right? Um, we see super early about her and John and they may be friends now, but I bet you like, it doesn't seem like the spark is really there anymore. I think that they just got comfortable and there's not really, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm wondering if there is somewhat of a Zaza zoo. I don't know if you guys watch sex in the city, but there is a Zaza zoo is defined as something where you have that gotta have you feeling. And at least you have, even if the, you know, relationship gets comfortable and whatever, you have the memory of the Zaza zoo. I don't know. If she even has the memory of the Zaza zoo with John, um, so it's kind of concerning other than that. And also, yeah, these bitches are 18, dude. I was left home alone at like 16. So I don't know why she wouldn't just trust these girls and no offense. They're going to, if they're going to want to get laid, they're going to get laid eventually. Like <laughs> you're going to have to just kind of deal with that Shannon, no offense, but it's, it's going to happen whether you want it to happen or not, it's going to happen. So um, that being said, we move on to the saloon where Tamara and Shannon appear to make up over multiple shots of tequila. And then the argument comes with Taylor and Heather as they argue over the movie that Taylor quote unquote offers Heather. Um, it gets even more heated when Heather finds out that she wasn't offered a role and that she would have had to audition for it, AKA send them a tape. Um, an audition tape and proceeds to get mad. And to be honest with you, I don't blame her. I'd be really offended on this too. It's like, it wasn't your role to give her. You're making all of these promises. It's like, dude, you, but to Gina's point, like this, it's not like this is like, you know, a Paramount movie or something like that where you're, you know, you're Meryl Streep and you're Viola Davis and you're all just competing for this. It's just, it's kind of ridiculous. It's not like this is, the undell be all for you, but I just find it really funny. Um, but at least it's something other than your kids for your storyline right now that you guys are not, um, you know, friends or whatever. But Shannon also brings up, and I think I brought this up earlier, that the her argument is founded, Heather's argument is founded, but the way that she presents her argument is bad. And I totally agree with you, Shannon. I but in in your own words, you said that you're familiar with that tone versus Taylor is not familiar with that kind of tone of Heather speaking as if you are lesser. And I don't, I mean, this might've been, maybe she does think this way. And maybe she also, I mean, this is why, you know, a lot of these women are not going to be able to kind of be around you, to be honest with you. I mean, I wouldn't want to hang out with you. You just don't seem like somebody like that would be my vibe. Heather, <laughs> to be honest with you, that's why it's like, I'm in shock that I'm agreeing with you right now. Um, but yeah, it's freaking crazy. Uh, this ends the episode. And to be honest with you guys, I did not research for next week's episode, but I will be back to recap next week's episode. Hopefully with Paul, you never know. I mean, the week it's always, it's literally a week to week thing, guys. Unfortunately, sometimes he's here, sometimes he's not. Um, but I will be here next week on the Real Bitch of Bravo podcast, uh, dropping every single Friday. And hopefully soon we will be dropping episodes again every Wednesday. Um, I believe mid to late June, I will, or sorry, July, I will keep you guys updated via social media. And I will also keep you guys updated via um, this podcast as well. So keep listening for it. Um, keep listening for, um, dates when everything else will drop. Also, I will be in Vegas 
the seven, the sorry, the 11th through the 13th for the NBA Summer League. I know that means nothing to a lot of you, but that is why I will be in Vegas. So um, don't know if I'm going to have an episode out then. We will see, uh, but I will definitely be uh, peep our social media guys because I'm definitely headed to Vanderpump Opery because to be honest with you, that's the best out of the two so far that are in Vegas. I can't wait to go and have dinner there. So super looking forward to the ambiance. Um, I mean, not going to lie to you, if I'm drinking again, I might just have drinks there. Um, really nice glasses of wine. Not going to lie to you, will not be having any Vanderpump wine because it's not that good. But I will be having other cocktails and um, name brand wines as well over there. So the ambiance is, you can't, I, Vanderpump doesn't miss when it comes to the ambiance of her restaurant. So I will definitely be visiting that. And then um, and then some, guys. Thank you so much again for listening to The Real Bitch of Bravo. Do not forget to uh, go to our sponsor, guys, this weekend for the 4th of July. It will be banging. It'll be a lot of fun. I mean, Hermos is crazy this time of the year. But, um, you know, it'll still be a lot of fun to be out there. I'll be in my Sunday's best, kind of. I mean, daytime gear isn't really, like, the best. But, anyways, I'll be there Saturday day. Come in for your free drink until 5 o'clock. And then um, on Saturday at, at Sandbar 66. Um, also, don't forget, again, to peep our social at the underscore real underscore bitch underscore of underscore bravo. And follow us everywhere you get your podcast at the Real Bitch of Bravo podcast. Uh, with Jihei Wiley and I'm out guys thank you so much for listening if you listened all the way through I love ya deuces